strike. BYU baseball heads back to the diamond. There's a ball hit very deep. Left fielder looking up, going back at the wall. It's out of here. And the Batcats are swinging for the fences. Center fielder going back. He's not going to get there. It's time for BYU baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Play ball. Live coverage of BYU baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck, Reinhardt Oil, Chip Cookies, Sag Chevron, Foot Insurance, and Revere Health Orthopedics. Now, to get you ready for the first pitch, here's Brent Norton. Good afternoon from Louis Gistow Field on the campus of St. Mary's College. Brent Norton and Tuckett Slade here bringing you BYU baseball. First game of a three-game set, the Gales versus the Cougars. Really kind of do or die for both these teams right now. It really is. Uh, Gales not in nearly as much trouble as the Cougars. Gales 10-8 and eight on the conference. The Cougars 8-10, and 10, so... As we talked about, nine games left in the conference season for BYU. I think they've got to win at least six, probably seven of those nine to get into the conference tournament. Gales are kind of looking at the same thing. They've been hot lately. They struggled their first 30, but uh, this team, a veteran squad. The, the Cougars swept last uh, year in Provo, so I, I'm sure they remember that. And uh, for whatever reason, the Cougars have never played really good baseball in this uh, ballpark. So we'll see if uh, BYU can turn things around here today. Yeah, I mean, like you said, we swept them last year. But the same thing with this team last year is as the year went on, these guys had to win eight of nine games at the end of the year just to get in the conference tournament. And they got hot late and were able to do that. And so we know this team can get hot. So now we're kind of both in that situation. that One of us has to get really hot to get in this tournament, and uh, it starts this weekend. Well, it should be a lot of fun. A few minutes ago I had the chance to sit, with, sit down with Coach Mike Littlewood and talk to him about his uh, thoughts and uh, feelings before the first game of this St. Mary's series. Uh, We'll play that for you right now. We're here with Coach Mike Littlewood uh, right before this uh, three-game series, St. Mary's in Moraga, California. Coach, uh, boy, tough loss the other night. Great baseball game. One to nothing, you lost to Cal. Unfortunately, lost it on an air, an unearned run there in the bottom of the ninth. But uh, I know in the postgame you were proud of the kids, how they stepped up and played. And, again, offensively just couldn't get it done. Yeah, I thought we I thought we played a really solid baseball game, and uh, you know, unfortunately, our our most most sure-handed guy Daniel Schneeman tries a, a little bit too hard to turn the quick the double, quick double play, and and doesn't even catch the ball to get the lead runner in the ninth. Which, you know, we talked about it's kind of a microcosm of our season. But we hit a lot of balls hard. The ball wasn't going anywhere. Their outfielders made two really good plays: one on Brock Hale and one on Nate Favero right at the wall. And um, you know, that's just that's just I thought it was a very very solid baseball game, and. We made a couple miscues, and it cost us the game at the end. Coach, coming into St. Mary's, always a tough place to play. Uh, the field kind of almost like a little bit of a high school environment. I know you've had some issues here. I, you know, it's just kind of a weird place. Um, and they've got a good team. I mm-hmm. mean, when I when I saw they weren't p- picking the top two or three in the conference, I was sh- shocked because of all the guys they've got coming back yeah. on the mound and in the field. So it's going to be a challenge. Well, you know, some, their record's better than ours, 24 and 18, but they've had similar problems. And I think anybody who knew anything about our league would have picked them in the top yeah. one one or two. Um, and, and I think they are one of the one of the top two two or three teams, just kind of not swinging it like they like they should on paper, um, but. They'll try to put the pressure on a little bit more. They'll try to hit and run a little bit. That's kind of their MO anyway, but they'll try to, try to do that a little bit more. But they can pitch it. Milam today, um, you know, low 90s guy, good slider, com- competitor. We've got our work cut out. So uh, him against Woody's going to be a good, a good game today. And as we've talked about, uh, nine games left in the conference. You feel like you've got to get at least seven, possibly maybe six if you're lucky to get in. And uh, so this is the first challenge of those uh, nine games. 
Yeah, no doubt about it. And we just talked before we came on air. I'm just waiting for this team to go on a 12-2 and two run to, to finish out the season because it's that kind of a team. We can do that. Um, but, you know, you got to feel – there's more than just talking about it. And you have to really feel like it and take that out on the field. And what scares me is I'm not sure this team really has the confidence in themselves. And I think if we run off one or two, we'll realize, oh, we are a good team. You know, just like we, just like we were the first five or six games of the season – against Northridge and Hawaii when we played just excellent baseball and two out of the three against Auburn we played great um, you know it's, it's getting to that that stage it's late in the game and and uh, it's now or never good news Jordan Wood on the hill he's been far and away your most consistent guy on the mound and outstanding lately yeah record doesn't show how good he's been um, he's a competitor sets the tone for us and uh, you know m- more importantly I feel like um, the team kind of rallies around him and feels like we really, really have a, a good shot to win. This is, a, this is a big game. I mean, we talk about it, but, you know, this is kind of a do-or-die game. It's, it's uh, you lose now, and it's like, oh, we got to win nine in a row. <laughs> you know, it's that feeling. But uh, we put ourselves here, and the guys, I think, I think we're ready just to compete and, uh, and play hard. Believe it or not, the, the feel of the team is good. I mean, I, I, I feel like they have good energy good confidence it's just a matter of going out and executing on the field and that's that's just been the one issue okay coach well hey good luck let's get a little roll started here today and uh, we'll talk to you in the post game all right sounds good thanks brent back here at louis gusto field on the campus of st mary's byu and st mary's just about ready to Get into action here. Cougars come in 19 and 20 after having lost to Cal one to nothing on Tuesday. St. Mary's 26 and 18. We're going to send it back for another two minute break. Be back with the opening pitch right after this on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Hey BYU baseball fans, you are listening to BYU baseball on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Here's Brett Norton. Go Cougs. Back here at Louis, Louis Gistel Field as St. Mary's just about ready to take the field. Steve Corby is the home plate umpire today. Timothy Vesey's at first base and Dan Payne down at third base. Uh, let's go over the starting lineups. First for the visiting Cougars, Brandon Anderson will lead it off. He'll play at second base. He'll be followed by Brian Sue. Sue will be DHing today. Brock Hale in right field bats third. Nate Favero will bat cleanup and uh, play at first base. Keaton Kringlin bats fifth in left field. Catching is David Clausen. Daniel Sneeman bats seventh, the shortstop. Batting eighth, Casey Jacobson at third base. And uh, Mitch McIntyre in uh, center field for the Cougars. And pitching today for the BYU Cougars is uh, Jordan Wood. Jordan Wood, three wins, four losses on the year. 3.12 earned run average. This is his uh, 12th start of the year. For the home team, uh, Gales from St. Mary's, Joey Fiscal lead it off. He'll play in center field. Edward House at second base, bat second. Jackson Thorson will be doing the catching. He'll bat third. Kevin Milam will be pitching, and he will bat fourth. There's, there's no DH in the game right now. Matt Green will be in right field. He'll bat fifth. Gio Diaz, the shortstop, bat sixth. Batting seventh is Austin Chavin, the first baseman. Brett Rasso is in left. He will bat eighth. And Austin Piscotti will be at third base. He will bat ninth for St. Mary's. St. Mary's comes in having won uh, six of their last eight as they've been on a little bit of a roll. Their first 30 games were a little bit of a struggle. But the last 15, they've been swinging it much better. 
And so it'll be a real challenge here for the Cougars going up against St. Mary's on their home field. Cougars lost two of three here two years ago and then swept St. Mary's in that magical season last year for BYU. And Brennan Anderson will step in. Anderson, the second baseman for the Cougars, hitting at uh, 295 as he steps to the plate. Three home runs, 25 RBIs, and here is Milam's first pitch. The ball hit pretty well. Deep right center field. Center fielder going back, looking up. Anderson off the wall on one hop. Brennan Anderson with a leadoff double on the first pitch that he sees. Deepest part of the ballpark at the right in front of the scoreboard. Short hop the wall. Got a little help, I think, from the wind, but that ball was really tagged by Anderson. Yeah, great to see him. He attacked that first pitch fastball, and he hammered it. And like you said, it's the deepest part of the field right there that he just short hopped the wall. Great start there for the Cougs. I'll bring Brian Sue up, the DH. Uh, Sue, a junior out of San Ramon right here in this area. Hitting 291. Uh, Brian has uh, struggled as of late. I think he's 0 for his last 22, really looking to kind of get off the snide here. And the first pitch to Sue is over for a call, strike one. Mila may uh, fastball, low 90s. Outstanding uh, slider also. Yeah, he loves to throw his slider. 0-1 the count. Kevin Milam. here's the pitch, and Sue bunts the ball. Foul down the first base side. Cougars playing a little small ball. They're trying to move that runner up, and uh, Sue fouls it off, and again, just lack of execution there for BYU. Just couldn't get the ball in fair territory. Yeah, Brian stabbed at that a little bit and put too much spin on it. And as soon as they hit in fair territory, it just rolled right foul. Now you got to find a way to hit a ball to second base and, and still do a job. No balls, two strikes. Uh, Brian Sue steps back in. Here's the pitch. Sue hits this ball hard up and off the third baseman's glove. Anderson will hold at third base. I think they'll go air on Piscotti. Tough play. Ball hit hard. Just glanced up off the heel of his glove, and the Cougars with runners at first and third. Nobody out on the air. Yeah, hey, he really, really put a good piece to that right there. Hit it hard. Kind of handcuffs Piscotti on the bounce there and uh, was able to hit off his body and go into left and advance Brennan to third. I'll bring Brock Hill to the plate. Uh, Brock, uh, the leading Cougar hitter, leading in most offensive categories, 351 average. Seven home runs, 26 RBIs for the junior out of Mesa. As the right-hander steps in. And here is the first pitch from Milam. And that is a slider over for a strike. Kevin Milam wearing number nine on the back of that uh, jersey. Milam, a 6'1", 200-pound sophomore out of Brentwood, California. He was the freshman of the year last year in the conference. Yeah, he's really good. Brock Hill swings, kind of a check swing, went after a pitch out of the zone, and it's 0-2. Yeah, slider running away and couldn't hold up on it. You know, when you talk about best players on the team, I think Kevin Milam pitching, leading off, and uh, batting fourth in the lineup. Yeah, that's it. He's talented. <laughs> that's like Little League, isn't it? You know, isn't that what you did? You, you, yeah. hit, uh, you pitched and played short and Basically. clean up? I wouldn't play in short, but yeah. <laughs> no balls, two strikes to uh, Brock Hale with runners at the corners. And here is Milam's pitch well outside for a ball. Yeah, he hit uh, he hit more home runs last year as a, as a freshman, but he was just closing last year. He was their closer, and right. he had 10-plus saves for him last year. Um, but now that he's been in the rotation, 
that takes a lot on your body. It really does, it's especially on days today where he's pit pitching and hitting. That's a lot of focus and a lot of strain on your body. Cougars with runners at first and third. Nobody out here in the first as they try to jump up on top here early. And here is Milam's 1-2 pitch. Hale fouls this one down the right field line. We're located in the bleachers here uh, down the first base side, so we cannot literally see the right field corner. They have a very small, that's a small, uh, I was going to say storage unit. Uh, that's a small storage unit they have for a press box here. Yeah, they do. So they don't have enough room in there. Uh, so we're located up uh, down the first base side. Really a nice ballpark, the field itself, but the infrastructure around it, uh, no press box, just uh, no permanent seating. Yeah, really cool uh, environment with the trees and everything and the backdrop. One and two the count. Hale steps back in, takes a pitch outside for ball two. Jackson Thorson behind the plate. Austin Chavin is at first base. Edward House at second. Gio Diaz at short. And Austin Piscotti. At third base, Brett Rasso in left, Joey Fisk in center, Matt Green in right. As we have just started here in Moraga, Cougars and St. Mary's. One of those a series, a huge one for both these teams as that ball's grounded. Piscotti up and throws to second for one. The return to first, not in time. So Brock Hale on the fielder's choice picks up the RBI, his 27th of the year. Big high hopper. That Piscotti decided to try to go for two. Sue is retired, so Cougars score a run, and that will bring Favero up. Yeah, I mean, he got down 0-2 and was able to battle back to 2-2, and, hey, you put a ball in play, you give yourself a chance to at least score a run, and he did that right there. So nice to score a first-inning run. Haven't done it a ton this year. Nate Favero steps in for BYU, senior out of Vienna, Virginia, 253 average for Nate. Slightly open stance at the plate for the lefty, and he'll step in against Milam. And the first pitch is fouled over into the uh, Cougar dugout for strike one. Yeah, Nate had some really good swings against Cal on Tuesday. Man, in that eighth inning, he hit a ball to left center that I thought was going to be a double, have a chance to take a lead in that game to lead off that inning, and the left fielder made an unbelievable play. Well, they were talking, uh, the Cal coaches after the game, is that was one of the toughest nights for baseball they'd had the whole year with that wind blowing in. Usually kind of a hitter's ballpark. That ball fouled up and... Down the third baseline and out of play. So Favero down on the count, 0-2. And, uh, yeah, Brock Hale hit one to right that definitely would have been out on a normal night. Favero's hit uh, was caught right at the base of the wall and left. And it just seems like we've been kind of going over the same song, same yeah. verse the whole year. Very true. <laughs> As the Cougars have just been unable to get over the hump here. They're 19-20 uh, and 20 on the year. More importantly, 8 and 10 in the conference and kind of trying to battle their way back into the top four to get into the conference tournament. Pitch to Favero, strike three called, slider on the outside corner. Two men out, and Kringlin steps in. Yeah, that was actually a kind of get-me-over slider. On 0-2, that's a pitch you can actually really do some damage with that uh, it really just caught Nate off guard, and he took it right down the middle on the outside corner for a strike. Kringland steps in. Keaton, a 289 hitter as he comes to the plate. Junior out of Cedar City. And there are so few people in the ballpark. I, mean, I feel like we're yeah. we're broadcasting too loud here. Pitch is over for a strike. It's true. I just feel like you're like, oh. There are as many Cougar fans here as I think there are St. Mary's fans uh, I agree. presently. 
lot of parents here as Kringlin takes a slider over for a strike. Here, throw to first, and Brock Hill diving back in safely. Brock, five stolen bases on the year. He's only been thrown out once. Anderson led the inning off with a double, then an error. And there's been a ground out and a strikeout. There goes Hale, throw down to second base, and Brock Hale's going to pick up his sixth stolen base. Yeah, good read there by Hale, reading that uh, ball in the dirt and getting there. Milan doesn't appear to be the quickest to no, hold play. Kind of a big leg kick. And Hale with a good jump. Now Kringlin with an RBI chance with a runner at second base. Yeah, this would be a nice, a, a huge asset right here for the Cougs early in this game if, if Keaton can find a way to get hit here and score Brock. This is what the Cougars haven't been doing it's consistently. True. And that's what breaks teams' backs. Is if you can get two out hitting, it's uh, it's tough for the other team. 1-1 one, one pitch, uh, Kringlin fouls it off. Uh, Cougars hitting below 200 with men in scoring position, which is just absolutely hard to believe for this lineup. Yes, it really is. Talked to Coach Littlewood a little before the game, and he said he never in his coaching years has he ever had a team with the veterans coming back. Yeah. So inconsistent. But there's always hope, and uh, Cougars hoping to get a good start today as uh, Kringlin takes a slider outside, and the count evens up at two balls, two strikes. Well, what we've seen all year is just kids with runners in the corner position, the guys going up on the plate just doing too much. Yeah, not lack of effort. Yeah, just doing too much instead of just being who they are and being simple. Just, they want to hit the three-run home run instead of just the single to drive in a run. Two balls, two strikes, and Kringlin, here's the pitch. Keaton swings and misses. So Milan comes back with a couple of strikeouts to end the inning. The Cougars one run on one hit. There was an error. One man left. We're through a half an inning. Cougars one. St. Mary's coming to the plate on your BYU Baseball Radio Network. Go to the bottom of the first. Cougars leading one to nothing. They've got their horse on the hill, Jordan Wood. Jordan Wood, a 3.12 earned run average this year. Three wins, four losses. He should have eight or nine wins, as good as he's thrown. Yeah, he really should. Cougars have just not backed him up, really, with uh, the offense that uh, he needs. But uh, Wood, dynamic outing against uh, San Diego last Thursday. Cougars won that one uh, nine to one, and Wood allowed one run on three base hits through eight innings. Joey Fisk steps in. He was an all-conference performer last year, was Fisk. Center fielder hitting 262 on the year. Got very good speed, and the first pitch from Jordan Wood, fly ball. Back goes McIntyre a few steps, makes the play for the out. Wolf leadoff hitter is aggressive early on that first pitch fastball and put good swings on it. We're under a little tent here, so we literally can't see the flight of the ball if it uh-huh. gets up too high. I just, you have to watch the, the, the outfielder yeah. and kind of detail. So, so not the yeah. most ideal conditions to be broadcasting the game. Tomorrow they're going to have us down in front of the press box, and, and that's like uh, working a game out of kind of a hole. I mean, yeah, you're, really you're kind of looking up at everything. Yeah, you're going to be able to see the fly balls, but literally you can't see the ground balls. First pitch is over for a strike. 0-1 the count. Edward Haas, the second baseman. He's a junior out of Rancho Palos Verdes, California. Batting from the right side. 
And here is Woods' pitch. Ball hit into left field just past Schneeman's glove for a base hit. So House singles with one man out. And Jackson Thorson, the catcher, will step in. Thorson, left-handed hitter. Eric Valenzuela, the head coach here at uh, St. Mary's, his fifth year. Most of his collegiate career was spent in San Diego, either at San Diego or San Diego State. He came here from San Diego State and got the head job. He's 140 wins, 129 losses for the Gales. And Jordan Wood's first pitch, good change over for a strike, and that's what Wood had going so well last Thursday against San Diego, was able to throw that pitch so effectively. Yeah, if he can throw that, especially against the left-handers, it makes him really effective. St. Mary's is a team that likes to run and, and bunt and do those things and put pressure on you. So look to them to uh, to try to do the little small things in the game to get guys in scoring position. House at first base has three stolen bases. This team has uh, 28 steals on the year. They've been uh, thrown out uh, 20 times, so not the most productive stolen base percentage. And here's the 0-1, another change, swinging strike two. That's a real good pitch. That's an unhittable pitch, really, even if you're <laughs> sitting on that. The way hate, that I bat left-handed. I would hate yeah, to face that pitch. That awful. <laughs> it starts about mid-thigh and ends up at his ankle. Guy that throws 92, 94, and then yeah. he throws you that up there. 0-2. Here's the pitch. That's a line drive base hit. Just reached out and poked it into left, so back-to-back hits. Yeah, well, that one, he went back to it. And that time he left it over the plate and elevated, and he sat on it and was able to just flap, slap it to left. The first two he threw were unhittable down, down low below the knees. That one was up above the knees, and that was the difference. Kevin Milam steps in. He's the pitcher. He's hitting 307 on the year. He's got five home runs, 25 RBIs. This team, much like the Cougars, have really struggled offensively have, yeah. from what you would think. They were picked third in the conference. I think I would have picked them first or second. I mean, this team has got so many guys returning. Pitches over for a strike. Well, and there was a, some media outlets nationally, publications actually had them picked to, to win yeah, the league. They, so. uh, just about every position player returning, plus their starters. Then you got Milam, who was their closer that's now turned into a starter. And... Uh, Pretty good team. They really struggled their first uh, 30 games, but have been playing much better the last uh, couple of weeks. Pitches outside for a ball. One and one the count to Kevin Milam, a 6'1", 200-pound sophomore out of uh, Brentwood, uh, California. They snuck him away from UCLA, I guess, which is uh, located right there in Brentwood. Milam batting from the right side. Here is the 1-1 pitch from Jordan Wood. Good slider drops in for a strike. One and two. Well, he's in a count here where he can kind of go wherever he wants to here. Fastball away, fastball down and in, up and in, slider away, anything he really wants to. Main thing is keep it away from the middle of the plate. See if he can flare out and get it, hit it himself into a double play. Cougars leading one to nothing as we play the bottom of the first. And here's the one-two, just a little bit down. Beautiful day for baseball, unlike the Cal uh, evening that uh, turned icy cold with that wind blowing in. Right now, shirt sleeve weather in the ballpark. We still have to have jacket on because we're under the tent. That's right, good, good <laughs> contingent of uh, Cougar fans here. 
Two balls, two strikes. And here is uh, Jordan's pitch. That's down low for ball three. Kevin Milam, 153 at-bats, 47 hits, 10 doubles, five home runs, on base percentage of uh, 440. As Milam will step back in. And here's the 3-2. No, move to second base. Uh, no throw made. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he started the runners here. They like to do that. And, and Milam doesn't strike out very often. St. Mary's really likes to press the action. 3-2. Here's Woods' pitch. Runners going. Ball fouled off. Up and off the screen here behind home plate. Milam comes back and asks the home plate umpire, was that a strike? See that so often. Yeah. I think it was confirmed it was a strike. Located right here on the campus up in Moraga, which is uh, east of the Oakland area. Seems like every time I come here, whoever I'm using brings me a different way. It's, it's an interesting place located up here in the foothills. You would never know it was here. That ball's grounded foul down the third base side. Yeah, it's just hidden. It really is. When you when you get off the freeway and you, you take these little back roads, lines everywhere and up and like, down, very I, hilly. I feel like the bus it's too small. The bus is too big to go on these small roads when you're going in these winds. You're going like ten miles an hour to make sure no one's around the corner because it's such tight quarters and all of a sudden bam, there's campus. Middle of nowhere. Three and two. Milam steps back in. The sophomore pitcher hitting cleanup today for St. Mary's. And the 3-2 pitch, ball fouled mm. off again. That got a piece of the umpire off his left hand. Bounced up and got him. That's a good battle going. We had an umpire at Cal Tuesday night that had to be 6'8", 270. And our umpire today, Steve Corvey, is about 5'8", and weighs about 150. A little difference. Yes, it is. That was a big man. Yeah, he Cal. was. And he did a good he job. He was a really good umpire, he too. He was a good umpire. Can we give him credit when they're good? Yeah, absolutely. Again, Wood, here's a 3-2. Slider, big hopper out to Jacobson. His only play to first base. His runners were moving. So runners now at second and third base, two men out. Yeah, because they're moving there, that took him out of a double play because Milan doesn't run very well. He's a pitcher, DH, doesn't run very well, and that would have been a double play ball for sure had they not been running. So good job on that end. Now Woods got himself a little work cut out with runners on second and third and two outs. Got to find a way to get out of this. Matt Green steps in. He's been hot as of late. Hasn't had a whole lot of starts this year, only 26 out of the 44 games, but uh, he's hitting 337 and has been swinging a hot bat. First pitch from uh, Jordan Wood bounces it up there. Great job by Dave Claussen. That's a really good job. Keep that ball in front of him. Hey, Dave's been really good. Well, I, th- I, th- I think the Cal game was his best defensive yeah. performance of his career. It was uh, phenomenal. How he, many that one play he, he made on that uh, throw from Sneeman? Yeah, uh, it was awesome. Short hopped and had to dive to get the runner coming in. Uh, yeah, great play by Dave Clawson. One and all the count. Here's the pitch from Jordan Wood. That ball hit out toward right field. Brennan Anderson up with the throw to first in time. Got great him. play by Anderson. Had to go way into the hole, came up and did a 360 
made the throw to Favaro, got him by half a step. Great play by Anderson. Saved at least one run, possibly two. No runs, two hits, no errors, two runners left. We're through one complete. Cougars one, St. Mary's nothing on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. David Clausen leads off for the Cougars. A swing and a miss for strike one. Clausen, a 278 hitter. Has seven RBIs on the year. He'll be followed by Schneeman and then Casey Jacobson. Cougars lead one to nothing after one inning here in Moraga. Start of a three-game set. There's a ground ball foul down the first baseline. St. Mary's comes in 10 wins, 8 losses. They're in 5th place. Cougars 8 and 10. They are in 6th place. Both these teams uh, need to finish off strong to get into the conference tournament. And this is the start of that uh, journey for BYU. Cougars back in the Bay Area next week against San Francisco. And then home uh, for three games against Pacific to end the season. Pitches up high. Well, after and that, the count uh, uh, now goes to uh, one and two. Of that leadoff double from Anderson last inning, he's only thrown one more fastball since then. <laughs> Been changeups and sliders. Well, what's the book on BYU? They're a fastball yep. hitting team. Yep. Here's the one, two. That's outside. Two balls and two strikes. Dave Clausen, the sophomore catcher. Cougars wearing their uh, gray pinstripe. Uh, Road uniforms here today. And St. Mary's uh, decked out in all whites. Pitches on the inside corner. Slider, three straight strikeouts by Milam. And that will bring Schneeman to the plate. Yeah, he loves to throw it. And, I mean, he throws it and throws it and throws it and throws it. It, And it's tough, too, because he's 90-plus. So if you sit on that slider and he throws something else, you're in trouble. One man out. Daniel Sneeman steps in. First pitch outside for a ball. Sneeman, a junior out of Chula Vista, 244 average for Sneeman. He's got a couple of home runs and uh, 25 RBIs. Pitches up high. Looks like a straight change there and uh, misses the plate. Sneeman followed by Casey Jacobson. Cougars uh, scored a run on a hit and an error in the first inning. There's a fastball over for a strike. Uh, he's been as high as 91, 88 to 91 on the fastball. Slider uh, coming in at about 82 miles an hour. And here's a 2-1. Sneeman fouls this one out of play. Seen a few improvements in the ballpark as we've uh, come down here every couple of years. Bullpens, you cannot see into the bullpen from any direction. They've got them completely tarped. In our location, we cannot see the right field corner as Sneeman strikes out. Off-speed pitch, so four straight strikeouts by Milam. And that will bring uh, Casey Jacobson up. It's a good pitch. It's got a lot of bite to it. And the thing about it is he throws it for a strike. So it makes you, forces you, hey, you got to swing at it, because if you don't, he's had two guys strike out looking at that slider. So... He's got to kind of battle this kid and, and, and hope that you get one elevated and you can hammer it. Casey steps in, first pitch over for a strike. 
like that one right there. That's one that you can hit, the little backed-up one right there. Casey hitting 270 on the year as he gets another start at third base in game one of the series. Jacobson takes that one outside. One ball, one strike to count. Casey's uh, brother, McKay, on the team. Out of uh, Flower Mound, Texas, McKay, backup catcher. And here's the pitch to Jacobson. He swings and misses. One and two the count. Mitch McIntyre is on deck for BYU. And here is Milam's 1-2. Foul ball, straight back. And the count remains one ball and two strikes. Casey 6'1", 200-pounder. He's a junior. Cougars in 19 wins, 7 losses overall against uh, St. Mary's in baseball going way back before they were conference foes. I think St. Mary's of all the teams really do and enjoy a home field advantage here. Just kind of a quirky little ballpark. Just a quiet environment, too. Here's the 1-2. That's off the plate. Two balls, two strikes. Came back with a fastball. And just missed off the corner. Yeah, not many people in the ballpark. They've had some good players here. Yes, Corbin they have. Burns, uh, one of the top-rated uh, pitchers two or three years ago, came out of St. Mary's. He's now with the Brewers. Jacobson fouls that one off and out of play. Yeah, they had some good arms. They actually still have a got an alumni who's like a nine-year reliever for the Miami Marlins that played here as well. Mike Littlewood, th- six-year is the helmet uh, BYU down in the third base coaching boxes. Uh, Jacobson swings and misses five straight strikeouts by the St. Mary's pitcher. Cougars and uh, no runs, hits, or errors. We're through one and a half. BYU won. St. Mary's nothing on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Gio Diaz, the shortstop for St. Mary's, steps in. First pitch over for a strike. Diaz, a uh, freshman of Brentwood, hitting 333 with uh, 12 RBIs, 5'11", 170-pounder. And here is Woods' pitch. There's a little looper down the third baseline foul. And the count now 0-2 on Diaz. Gio Diaz, uh, only 60 at-bats this year. He's only started. This is his 18th start in 44 games. The 0-2 outside for a ball. Well, like you talked about, their offense has been a little bit down this year, so sometimes you just plug some guys in and see if they can get kind of jumpstart the group. Here's the 1-2 from Wood. Slider just off the plate. Two balls and two strikes to Diaz. He'll be followed by Austin Chavin and then Brett Russell. 2-2 pitch, ball fouled out of play. Gio Diaz 
out of Heritage High School, same high school as Kevin Milam, the pitcher, one year apart. There's a ball hit hard at Schneeman. Daniels got it. He'll throw to first for the out. So one man out here in the second for the Gales, and that will bring to the plate Austin Chavin, the first baseman. Now batting the first baseman. He's a junior right out of San Ramon here, close. Six-foot, 200-pounder, hitting 286. The right-hander will step in. The rec center for the students uh, located right here behind the ballpark. There's a pitch up just a little bit high for ball one. Yeah, change up. He just left up, just barely missed. But if you're going to miss that pitch high, miss high, high so that they can't, you know, get a good piece on it. Here's the 1-0. There's a good change at the knees on the inside corner. Swing and a miss. And the count now a ball and a strike. This is St. Mary's team with a leading team ERA in the conference, 3.15. They've only allowed more than five runs, I think, about 15 times out of 44 games. So wow. good staff. It's really impressive. 12th in the NCAA in uh, pitching. Well, their lefty we're facing tomorrow is 94 and has like a 1-4 ERA. Yep. Here's the 1-2, strike three called. Shaveen goes down on strikes, first strikeout by Jordan Wood, and that will bring Brett Russell, left fielder, to the plate. Shaveen didn't five, like that at all. Brett he was Rosso. sitting there arguing with the umpire after that. Players sometimes just don't get that. That, that gets you nowhere. You start to argue with him. You think you're going to get anything closer next time up? Yeah, he'll remember you. Yeah, he will. Two men out. Russell steps in. That ball hits Russell. Came in, got him on the up on the uh, top of the arm. So a base runner, Rasso, on first base. Now batting the third baseman, number eight. Bring up the nine, number nine hitter, Piscotti. Austin Piscotti, the third baseman. Again, local young man out of uh, Pleasanton, California. 6'2", 200-pound senior. Yeah, he doesn't have a ton of uh, starts as well this year, where he played a ton last year. He did, only hitting 167 this year. He's really struggled. Swinging the bat, 54 at-bats, only nine hits. Of those nine hits, three of them have been home runs. There's a swing and a miss. Runner going, and he is. Interference. Yeah, they are going to call interference as he stepped in front of Clausen. So the runner at second base is called out. Caught stealing, and uh, St. Mary's is retired here. We're through two. one nothing. BYU leading the Gales on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hey, sports fans, this is Jordan Wood, pitcher for the BYU baseball team, and you're listening in to the new skin BYU Sports Network. Mitch McIntyre steps in. First pitch is uh, over for a strike. Now a pitch outside, one ball, one strike to McIntyre. Mitch, the uh, freshman. That ball hit pretty well. Right fielder going over, and he is going to make the catch for the out. So McIntyre flies out to right for out number one. Yeah, covered got a lot of ground there and right to go make that play down the line. Stopped the string of uh, five consecutive uh, strikeouts by Kevin Milam. One man out, and Brennan Anderson, who doubled on the first pitch of the ball game and came in to score the only run of the game in the first, steps back in. This might not be a fastball. Third ball is 
Hit, came up and hit Anderson, be a dead ball. Boy, that was close. Yes, he was close was. to being out of the box, which he would have been out if it was in fair territory. Yes, it would have. I like the idea, though. Piscotti yeah, he went was, off the wall and then bunt one down the line. Yeah, right? hey, Piscotti was playing back. Steal was a good it. idea. Yeah, still it. One man out as Brennan will step back in. That was Anderson's 12th double of the year. Pitches over for a strike. 0 and 2. Just change up in slider right now with the fastball mixed in there once in a while. Brock Hale leads the Cougars with 13 doubles. Now Anderson one behind him. And here's the 0-2 just off the plate with the fastball. One ball and two strikes. one nothing Cougars lead as we play the top of the third. Cougars with one run on one hit. Gales no runs on two hits. And Milam a long look in. Here's the pitch. Anderson swings and misses, goes down on strikes. Two men out. Brian Sue comes up. Six strikeout by Milam through two and two-thirds innings. As he has uh, really had uh, outstanding control. He hasn't averaged a strikeout an inning this year. No, which he hasn't. Is, uh, you know, 68 innings only has 56 strikeouts, so. But he's got good stuff here today against the Cougars. Good slider there, drops in for a strike. Yeah, I mean, that's a sharp really slider. Really good pitch. It yeah. really is. Almost looks like a curveball, but it's 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 coming too hard to be a curveball. Yeah, 82, and it breaks down in the zone. It's tough. Here's the 0-1. Sue swings and misses for a strike. Seems so like BYU, after the, the leadoff hit, leadoff double, have just been really shut down by Milam. Sue was on by way of an air off the third baseman's glove his last time up. Pitch, uh, Milam gives a little grunt. Don't know if you could hear that on the crowd, Mike. And the pitch is up high for a ball. Used to hearing that on the tennis court, not yeah, quite on the baseball that's diamond. True. Very true. Here's the one-two. Just a little bit low, two and two. Milan's got good demeanor out there. He just wants the ball, and he's like a bulldog. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Pitch to Sue. Foul tip. Stays alive. And the count uh, remains uh, at two balls, two strikes. Cougars down the first base dugout. St. Mary's on the third base side. And Sue takes that one over for a strike. Two strikeouts in the inning by Milam. Cougars retired in order again. No runs, hits, or errors. And we are through two and a half. One nothing Cougars over the Gales on your New Skin BYU Sports Network. Joey Fist steps in. He'll lead it off. He's the leadoff hitter for St. Mary's. First pitch a little bit low to Fisk for ball one. The batter, Piscotti, who was uh, interfered with the catcher, Clausen, was called out. The base runner wasn't out, so uh, he is out. And that's what's uh, leading to Fisk leading off here in the third inning. Pitch is over for a strike, one ball and one strike. Cougars lead 1-0 as we play the bottom of the third here. 
Yeah, had that not been the third out of the inning, they'd have called the batter out and made the runner go back to first. One ball, one strike. Ball, fly ball out to Brock Hale in right. Brock coming over near the line. He'll make the catch for the out. Yeah, Brock didn't see that right off the bat. Good job recovering and go make that. Yeah, if there's a sunfield here, it's it's right. Unlike BYU, where it's uh, the left side of the infield here, it's more the right side of the infield and right field. Yeah. That'll bring Edward Haas. He uh, singled his first time up and was stranded at third base on a ground out. Great play by Anderson to save a run for there for the Cougars in the first, and the first pitch is over for a strike from Jordan Wood. A couple of the top pitchers in the conference going at it here, Milam and Wood. Wood looks in, he's got the sign, and here is the 0-1. Fly ball. Left fielder Kringlin going back a couple of steps. He's camped under it and will make the catch for the out. Like you talked about a little bit in the pregame, just off air, uh, all the times you've been here, you don't see many balls leave left field. You can see how they can go out of right field because the wind kind of pushes everything that way. But that ball was hit well, and it was well short of the warning track. Yeah, the prevailing wind here from the left field foul pull over to right has been every year I've been here. and. Same thing today, although there isn't a whole lot of breeze blowing. Jackson Thorson leads uh, St. Mary's in home runs with six. Will step in. He singled his first time. And the first pitch over for a strike. Thorson, 6'2", 205-pound senior out of San Jose. He is the catcher for the Gales. Pitch just a little bit low. One ball and one strike. Lawson held that uh, there a long time. Giving the home plate umpire a good look. Steve Corby. 1-1 pitch. That ball is grounded foul down the third uh, first baseline. So a ball and two strikes. Two men out here, bottom of the third. He got him to the same count his last time up, and then he missed with the changeup up, and he was able just to kind of flare it to left yeah. for a single. See if he can find a way to either pound him in with the fastball or Get that changeup, but get it down. One ball, two strikes. What a long look in. Now he's set, and the pitch is uh, down low for ball two. Yeah, much better changeup right there. But a little too good on that one where it broke a little too early. Cougars were picked uh, number one in the conference preseason this year. San Diego two, and St. Mary's was three. Pop up, shallow left. Kringlin coming in now. Sneeman calling everybody off. He'll make the play for the out. And the Cougars retire the Gales in order here in the third. We're through three complete. Cougars one, Gales nothing on your new skin BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Kevin Milam on the hill. We go to the fourth inning. He will face Brock Hale here. Cougars leading one to nothing. First pitch all the way back to the screen. Got him in the neck. Yeah, catcher uh, tried to get out in front of that one and keep up and glanced off. Uh, you know, he's protected, but there's a lot of skin there that's not protected, and it uh, looks like he took one off, off uh, up near his neck. So Thorson... Uh, 
will climb back in along with Hale. One and zero the count. Brock Hale uh, on the fielder's choice his first time. There's a a change up that's over for a strike. Milam hit 94 last inning. He was throwing hard. He's got his good stuff going today. You he can has, just tell. Uh, you can tell seven strikeouts in three innings. Boy, there's a good. He's got two off-speed pitches. One a slider at about 84 and another curveball at 82. I think that was a curveball. That had a lot of break on it. It really did. Just almost an impossible pitch to hit. And here's the one, too, right off the end of the bat. Change up right there. And the, the key is every pitch he throws, he can throw for strikes. Yeah. And right now the command that he has with his pitches, it's when and where he wants to throw it, he puts it there. It's tough. Milam, uh, this is his 11th start, his 12th appearance, six wins, two losses. Hale fouls that one off. He's thrown 68 innings, given up 55 hits, but only 23 runs, 20 of those earned. 18 walks, 56 strikeouts. Opponents hitting 226 off the right-hander. And here's the one, two. Just off the plate, two balls, two strikes. Thorson kind of set up off the plate. Every fastball he throws off the plate, their dugout goes crazy. Yeah. It's like, hey, he's setting up a foot out. 2-2. Two, two. Hale fouls that one off. Up into the screen down the uh, right field line. Besides uh, Brennan's at-bat to lead off the first inning, this is the best at-bat we've had yeah. since, just really battling. Two balls, two strikes to Hale. He'll be followed by Favero. And Hale swings. No, they say did not go on the check swing. Boy, another big, sharp breaking ball yeah. actually landed on the plate. And Hale completely fooled. He was very fortunate right there not to get rung up. Yeah, from our view, it looked really yeah. close. I like your first instinct of yes, he did. And <laughs> no, he didn't. We'll take first, it. First base umpire uh, Timothy Vesey making the call. Three and two the count. And here is Milam's pitch. That's inside corner fastball for call strike three. Eight strikeouts now by Milam. And here's a kid that hasn't averaged a strikeout an inning, but he is lighting it up here today. So it's one of those days sometimes a pitcher has where everything's going. He hadn't thrown an inside fastball the whole entire game. He waits till 3-2 of that count. And pounds him in, and it's it's tough for Brock to adjust to that when it's been slider slider outside fastball. Eight strikeouts, four looking, four swinging. As Favero steps in, uh, Nate uh, called out on strikes his first time, and the first pitch is down low, ball one. Good take there, a change up down. One run scored in the first three. That was by BYU back in the first as Favero. Grounds that one foul down the third, uh, first baseline. A ball and a strike to the Cougar senior first baseman. He'll be followed by Kringlin. Kringlin was up there in the first with a guy at uh, had a chance to drive in a run. Second base, and he struck out swinging. Here's the 1-1. One, one. Pitches outside, ball two. Now what we've noticed in this game is he likes to go to his fastball late. He's going off-speed, off-speed. And then in, in put-away counts, 0-2, oh, 
you know, 2-2, two, two, things like that, is when he's been trying to sneak the fastball by you. It's 2-1. That's outside ball three. First time he's really fallen behind in the count. Yeah. And he's mad at himself. He's kind of walking around the mound, kicking the dirt. Knew he missed there with the changeup. 18 walks and 68 innings coming in. Hasn't come close to walking anybody here today. Pitch is down low, ball four. So, Favero with a one-out walk, and that will bring Kringlin up. Now Keaton. Batting average 289 coming into the ballgame. A really good at-bat there by Nate. Not swinging anything out of the zone and finding a way to get on base and, and get Milam out of his rhythm. He's in that full count, you know, full wind-up rhythm of just go, go, go. And now you got to go in the, the half wind-up, and it's a little different. Milam's first pitch to Kringlin. That's down low for ball one. He has been absolutely dominating first through the first uh, three and a third. little chink in the armor here with a walk and... Kringlin now ahead in the count, 1-0. and Milam, uh, not a very quick worker. Takes a lot of time on the hill. Here's the 1-0 pitch to Kringlin. Ground ball, Piscotti's got it. His only play to first base. So Kringlin out. Favero moves up into scoring position. And that will bring Clausen to the plate with a chance to drive in a run here. David... Uh, Struck out looking his first time up. Fouled a couple of pitches off and then was fooled on a pitch and called out. Yeah, this is a situation here where you don't know how many times the rest of this game you're going to get a guy in second. And this would be a huge run here if you can find a way to get a two-out hit and uh, and add on to this lead. As you talked about earlier, those two-out hits are just backbreakers. They really are. Not only against the other team, but against the other pitcher. They really are. Working so hard out there. So Clausen steps in. David, uh, seven RBIs on the year. And here's the first pitch. Change up over for a strike. Mike Littlewood down in the third base coaching box. Uh, Trent Pratt over at first. Uh, Herring and Jeremy Thomas and dugout. Tuckett Slade, the director of baseball ops here with me. Here's the 1-0 pitch. And Clausen, a swing and a miss. Had a good... Hack at that. I think he saw that pitch yeah, well. Did, just yeah. missed it. So 0-2. I don't know if we've ever seen if I've, we've seen better breaking stuff than we have yeah, he's got it going. tonight from Milam. It's been impressive to watch. I'm glad I'm not hitting. Here's the 0-2. That's outside. A ball and two strikes. Beautiful day here in uh, Moraga. Overcast early this morning, uh, blew off, and sunshine, very little breeze. Nice day for baseball here. As David Clausen steps back to the plate, here's the 1-2. That's outside, ball two. Cougars come in with a 280 team average. Hitting 284 in conference play, that's the top in the league. But for lack of a better term, it's kind of been a soft 284. It really is, yeah. Uh, and and not, a, not a ton of clutch at-bats in right. that 284. A lot of base runners left standing this year. 2-2 pitch. Clausen flies one foul out of play down the right field line. I mean, how many games early did we say 
12, 13, 14, 15 base runners in a game that we've let on, Remember left L on. Pepperdine, we left 17 on one game. I forgot about that one. That <laughs> Sorry, one, that Sorry one to hurts. remind you. That one still hurts. <laughs> you, lose, you lose a game <laughs> by, by a run and you leave 17 guys on. Makes it frustrating. Boy, and what will drive you crazy, you look back on them. Um, you know, those games and see where you could be. Yeah, absolutely. Just with one or two big hits. Two and two. Pitch to Clausen is outside, ball three. Well, I, feel I can't tell what that pitch is. He's throwing so it to lefties. It's almost has, a little cutter. So it's he's got this curveball, and he's got this slider, and so that's the, the slower pitch that's around usually 77, 78, and then he's got that 84-mile-an-hour slider. So that's kind of his get-me-over back door that he throws to lefties. A lot of sharp break to that pitch, though. Clawson steps back in. Three balls, two strikes. Sneeman on deck for the Cougars. Runner at second base in Favero, and here's the pitch. Ball fouled off. Good at bat by oh, Dave Clawson. That's a great at bat. Fouled off a good fastball there. Well, that's all you can ask for as a coach is if you get in there and just battle. Just battle, 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 and that's really all you can complain. Last fastball at 91. You just get frustrated when guys, you know, go down looking or swing at the first pitch. It's a bad pitch. Just want to see the guys really just battle and compete in the box. 3-2. That's up high. Good, a bad by Clausen as he works his way on with the base on balls. One thing you're doing with Milam in the inning is at pitch least count. driving his pitch count up a little bit. Yeah, he's probably over 20-plus pitches now this inning where he was cruising. Yeah, the... Uh, the game tracker they run here does not have a pitch count, unfortunate, so we can't keep uh, track of that. 72. 72 pitches, so he's he's up there Yeah. as we're in the fourth. Sneeman steps in. First pitch to Daniel is a I like swing, that. fouled it straight back. I like that aggressive swing there. It was a changeup down the middle that... Took a good, good, healthy hack, too. Because really, with as good as he's been with his slider, if you can get that changeup elevated, that's a good pitch to hit. That might be the best pitch that you hit. You get a chance to hit in, in your at-bat. Huge hole up the middle there with second base playing in the four hole and deep. No balls and a strike. Pitch to Sneeman. That's a little dribbler out in front of the plate. Throw to first. Not in time. Cougars are going to have bases loaded. A little swinging bunt by Sneeman down the third baseline, and that will bring uh, Casey Jacobs into the plate. Second hit for the Cougars. And they've got him loaded. Favero at third. Clausen at second. Sneeman at first base, and uh, that'll bring Valenzuela out. And he's got to be alarmed with that pitch count up to, what, 75 now, and we're just here in the top of the fourth inning. Cougars have really made Milam work as, as as good as he has been with the eight strikeouts. Uh, Cougars, especially this and have really made him work. Yeah, I mean, it's been in those strikeouts, you're making him throw five or six pitches, and, and that's been the key. And this at-bat, these games alone, Clawson just saw eight pitches in his at-bat for the walk. Averro saw six in his. You just keep battling, and, uh, and strikeout pitchers usually do throw more pitches because they waste pitches and whatnot. But... Uh, you got him into a hole right here off a couple of walks and uh, a swinging bunt is what we call that. And it would be really nice to see Casey, who's been having some great at-bats the last week, you know, find a way to get a hit here and, and score two runs. Jacobson, uh, one of the strikeout victims, his first time up. 
So Jacobson with the bases loaded here and two men out in the top of the fourth. Cougars looking to add to their one to nothing lead. And Casey Jacobson, Cougar third baseman, steps in. Hit by Sneeman just right off the end of the bat. Down the third baseline, and Jacobson swings and misses at the slider for strike one. Cougars have left one man on. That was back in the first. They were uh, retired in order in both the second and the third, and this is the sixth man to come to the plate here in the fourth. There's an off speed that's outside, one ball and one strike. Well, this inning, he was cruising for uh, three innings, but in this inning, his off-speed command just hasn't been there like it was early. So he's going to miss here, and let's see if Casey can do some damage and get a big two-out hit here. Ball and a strike. Jacobson climbs back in. Here's the pitch. Jacobson fouls that one down the third base side. Boy, he got a good fastball to hit. Middle in right there that he pulled off. That was a good pitch to hit. Now you just get to battle mode. Yeah, Jacobson uh, just shorten it up a little bit, get yep. the ball in play somewhere, good things can happen. Line drive right back up the middle, two yeah, runs this, waiting. This is one of those situations. This could really propel the Cougars. It could, yeah. A base hit right here. Ball and two strikes. Ball, great play wow. by Thorson. Went way out in the right uh, left-handed uh, batter's box to knock that one down. And when that ball landed on the dirt, I thought for sure oh, that yeah. was going to be another Cougar run. But Absolutely. a good job by Thorson. I think he took one off the hand just to basically sacrifice the body to to uh, keep that ball in front of him. That's just hard-nosed baseball right there, just sticking his body in front of anything he possibly could there because that was an awful pitch. Two balls, two strikes, the count. And here's Milam's pitch. Jacobson swings and misses, goes down on strikes with the bases loaded here in the fourth. Cougars, no runs, one hit, no errors. Three big runners left on. We are through three and a half. One nothing, BYU leads. St. Mary's on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Kevin Milam will step in. Milam, the pitcher. Grounded out to uh, Jacobson his first time up. We go to the bottom of the fourth. Cougars leading one to nothing. Game one of a three-game set here down at uh, St. Mary's. And the first pitch is down low from uh, Jordan Wood. Well, good game here. one nothing. Both teams with two base hits. That pitch is down low. Ball two. Milam will uh, slide into the DH role once he's off the mound. And they bring in another pitcher. Here's the 2-0. That's outside, ball three. Matt Green's on deck. And here is Wood's 3-0 pitch. That's over for a strike. Yeah, got a bat all the way back here. No freebies here. You, you left him off the hook last inning, having a chance to, to add to that lead. And, and now uh, you don't want to give them any freebies to, to get them back with uh, free base runners. Here's 3-1 from Wood. Swing and a miss. 
for a strike. Healthy hack right there. He was trying to tie the game up with one swing and, and help himself right there. 90 mile an hour fastball. It's about where Wood hangs out with that fastball. Good come pitch. Right, come right back with it. Here's a 3-2. Ball fouled off down the right field line. BYU and St. Mary's here in game one. Game two tomorrow, same time, 4 o'clock, back in Utah, BYU Radio, ESPN 960. 94.5 and all the apps you can pick up off the BYU website. In Woods 3-2. That's up a little bit high, ball four. So a leadoff walk, and that will bring uh, Matt Green to the plate. He grounded out. Great play by Anderson. Might be Anderson's best play of the year. Yes. Went deep into the hole. Saved one, like you made said, the throw. Yeah, yeah, made the throw. Got him by a half a step with runners at second and third back in the first inning. Could be Bunning here trying to move that potential tie-in run up. Jacobson still well behind the bag at third. Milam uh, not much speed at uh, first base. And the first pitch to Green is over for a strike. Didn't show bunt. Matt Green, uh, 27th start of the year. This will be his 100th bat of the year. Has 33 hits. No balls in a strike. Here's Jordan Woods' pitch. That ball gets away from Kloss and goes back to the screen. Curveball that just got away from Dave. Normally that's a pitch. Uh, he makes that play, but uh, big one. As uh, now St. Mary's with a, a runner in scoring position, nobody out. Yeah, that's one that uh, that's the easier ones he had. It didn't even hit the dirt. So I don't know what he tried. He kind of got handcuffed on it and didn't squeeze it. And it gets all the way to the backstop. One ball, one strike. Jordan Wood from the stretch and the pitch. There's a slider that drops in for a strike. Jordan, uh, one strike out in the ball game. That was against uh, Chavin, the, the uh, number seven hitter. Potential tying run at second base. One ball, two strikes, the count. And here's the pitch to Green. Ball hit right back to Wood. He's got it. We'll look the runner back, throw to first for the out. Good job there by Wood to not just throw it to first, but to look him back and make sure that he goes back and then get that out so don't let him advance. Saw Jordan outside the hotel just an hour or so before he left. He was out jogging a little bit around the hotel. So... He's got his regimen before a start. Yeah, he's an unbelievable work, worker. Yeah. The guy just is tirelessly wants to get better, and he's become the ace of the staff and, and the leader of the staff, and happy for him. And it's, it's fun to see him grow and progress and just wish him so much success. One man out, Gio Diaz steps in. First pitch, down a little bit low, ball one. Diaz grounded out to Schneeman, shortstop for BYU his first time up. Gio Diaz, the freshman, right-handed hitter. 
And here's the 1-0 pitch. Ball popped up. Seaman shallow left going out. He's going to make the play for out number two. It's a good job right there to get those two and not let an advancement. Now batting the first baseman, number 25, Austin Chauvin. Chauvin steps in now. He struck out looking his first time up. The only strikeout by Wood. But this is where you really, really, really have to bear down and, and leave him there at second. No two-out freebie, RBI hits like we talked about, you know. Chauvin steps in. He is a junior out of San Ramon. 286 average coming to the game. Does have a home run and 15 RBIs. Big kid. And here's Wood's first pitch. Strike called. Curveball that uh, caught the corner. This team, St. Mary's team, with 23 RBI or home runs on the year. Cougars with 20 on the year. As uh, Chavin steps back in. 1-1 the count. Pitch is fouled back up into the screen. If you can hear that uh, chirping going on. It's over in that uh, St. Mary's dugout. dugout. They they are... They are known around the league for that. They you know, it's it's. I mean, when you when you play different teams, you kind of get a feel, and mm-hmm. you know, when there's rallies going or something. But it's just constant with these guys. It really is. Here's the O2, all just off the plate. It's what uh, Coach Littlewood likes to call uh, generating fake energy, just being over the top with everything you do to try to generate that that energy. But they uh, they do a good job of. Cheering for the guys over there, and they just want to win. Ball two strikes. Wood from the stretch. Looks in. has got the sign from Clawson, and here's the pitch. Down low. It's a good miss right there, one-two. Two I'd balls, mu- two strikes. I'd much rather see that pitch right there, which is, gives him a chance for a swing and miss over the, the hanger down the middle that has hurt us throughout the year at times. Two balls, two strikes, two outs as we play the bottom of the fourth. And Wood looks in. He's got the sign. Here's the pitch. That's outside. Came back with a change and missed Lowell. Full count. Brett Rasso is uh, on deck, the left fielder. I don't think Chavin has swung the bat yet. And either at bat. 3-2. Ball hit foul down the third baseline. Oh, there you go. Yeah, swung it there. There's the swing. Jordan Wood now 57 pitches. So quite a difference. Almost an 18-pitch difference between Wood and uh, Milam. Again, 3-2. And here's the pitch. Outside, ball four. So a two-out walk. Runners now at first and second base. And Brett Rasso, who was hit by first pitch he saw in the ballgame, will step in. Rasso, not a very big kid, 5'8", 170. Senior out of San Francisco. Up there. Right-handed hitter. 
And Wood again from the stretch. Here's the uh, first pitch. That ball's fouled back. Strike one. Well, both teams this inning have had uh, two walks in their inning. And uh, Milan was able to pitch out of his jam and see if Wood can do the same. Cougs really need him to find a way out of this right here. Jordan Wood, the junior out of uh, Friendswood, Texas. Jordan Wood uh, with an 0-1 count. Here's the pitch. That's over for a strike. Jordan Wood uh, last year, five wins, no losses. Six starts last year. So kind of a spot starter for the Cougars. Uh, he threw a lot of our midweeks, and then yep. the biggest game of the year against the Zags in the tournament. Threw 42 pitches all of last year, up to uh, 68 pitches this year. And here's the 0-2. Good curveball just off the plate. A ball and two strikes. Wood 6-3, 190. Friendswood uh, High School, his uh, freshman year, he went uh, one win, one loss. Had one start and 12 relief appearances through 29 innings. Ball and two strikes to Brett Rasso. That pitch just off the plate, two and two. So Wood uh, being extended here in this inning, driving his pitch count up. Yeah, just missed that outside. Home plate umpire tonight. Uh, today, actually, has been a good job of just really making you earn strikes. 2-2 pitch. Here's Here it is. A swing and a miss, and Jordan Wood with a strikeout. And St. Mary's denied here in the fourth. No runs, hits, or errors. Two men left. We're through four now. Cougars won. St. Mary's nothing on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Hey, Cougar Nation. It's Daniel Schneeman, shortstop at BYU, and you're listening to the new skin BYU Sports Network. Mitch McIntyre steps in. First pitch outside, ball one. Mitch, the Cougar freshman center fielder. There's an off-speed pitch that drops in for a strike. One and one, Mitch uh, flew out to left field his first time up. Brendan Anderson, top of the order, due up next. Another pitch, it's over for a strike, and uh, McIntyre down in the count, one and two. Yeah, good pitch to hit right there. I don't know what he's looking at, not swinging at that pitch. Here's the one, two. McIntyre swings and misses, goes down on strikes. That is the 10th strikeout by Milam in the ballgame. Now batting second baseman, number three, Brennan Anderson. Brennan Anderson will step in with one man out here in the fifth. Cougars, uh, Anderson is the only run to score as uh, he doubled on the first pitch he saw. Came around to score. There's a ball hit hard. Right at uh, the shortstop, Gio Diaz, he makes the play and throws Anderson out so quickly. Two men out here in the fifth, and that will bring uh, Brian Sue up. Uh, Sue is on by way of an error in the first and uh, struck out looking in the third inning. I like his aggressive nature there to be on that first good pitch, but you get to the point in the game where I wish he would have taken a few more pitches and, and try to get that pitch count up because he's up close to the 80-85 range right now into the fifth. You know, you can get up to the 95 in this inning, and you might only see him one more time. 
Sue steps in, takes a pitch over for a strike. Yeah, they really need to try to extend him out a little bit. Owen won the count on Brian. He's DHing today for BYU. And Sue fouls that one straight back. And the count now goes to no balls and two strikes. Two men out here in the fifth. Milam from the windup, and Sue fouls this one up and out of play. Good ball game, much like we saw at Cal. Yeah. Uh, that was a one nothing game. That was decided in the bottom of the ninth, unearned run by Cal. And uh, again here today, one nothing Cougars on top of this one so far. There's a curveball outside. And the count now one and two. Thorson works hard back there. Sue, fly ball, left fielder ranging over in the alley. Center fielder Fisk comes over, makes the play, and the Cougars are retired in order. Here in the fifth, we're through four and a half. Cougars one, Gales nothing on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Back here in Moraga, California. Cougars up uh, one to nothing as we play the bottom of the fifth here. Austin Piscotti, the number nine hitter, steps in. He was called out his last time for interfering with Lawson as he tried to throw uh, down to second base. So he's 0 for 1. First pitch from Jordan Wood over for a strike. No balls and a strike to Piscotti. High and tight. A ball and a strike. Piscotti uh, hitting 167 on the year. This is only his 15th game he started. Nine hits, two doubles, three home runs. Pitches up a little bit high, so of his nine hits, five have been extra bases. He's a big kid, big, strong kid. He's been a mainstay for this team for the last couple of years. And he's a senior. 2-1 pitch. That's over for a strike, 2-2. Two and two. Piscotti did commit the error yeah, in say, the first. His error was the reason we scored a run. Allowed the Cougars to be on top here, one nothing. Error was on a ground ball off the uh, bat of Brian Sue. 2-2 pitch, popped up, playable. Shallow right field, Anderson going out. Now Brockhill coming in from right. We'll make the catch for the out. Again, we're in a tent here in the grandstand on the yeah. first base side. We see the ball go up, but we can't follow it. So we're just uh, watching the fielders. Yep. Well, I'm glad that Brock caught that because the body language of Brennan was there was no way he was going to catch that ball. He started heading kind of the wrong direction. Joey Fisk steps in. Fisk has uh, flown out twice, once to center, once to right. He is the leadoff hitter for the Gales in the first pitch from Jordan Wood is down low, ball one. Really critical game for the Cougars. You got Wood on the mound. You know you're going to be in this one all the way. It's a, don't want to call it a must win, but boy, it's a a big one. Pitches outside, ball two. Cougars will have Hayden Rogers going in game two tomorrow. They haven't announced a game three starter yet. 
One and all the count. And the pitch. Ball hit right at Casey Jacobson on a big hop. He'll throw to first for the out. So two men are out here in the fifth, and that will bring up Edward House. I really like having Casey at third. It's like having another shortstop yeah, on the field. The shortstop his whole life, and the kid who can House. really play defense. Tomorrow, Ken Waldachuk will pitch. Uh, seven wins, two losses, 1.44 earned run average, uh, 98 Ks, 68 yeah. walks. Young man out of San Diego. And that will bring to the plate uh, Haas. He is one for two today, singled his first time up. Yeah, 98 And the Ks. first pitch is uh, down low. 98 Ks is unbelievable. And only have 16 walks. That's a great ratio. 75 innings pitched, uh, 98 uh, strikeouts. Opponents are only hitting 188 against Waldachuk. Here's the 1-0 pitch. That's up high for ball two. They've got to go at him right here. Don't want to, you'd hate to have a two out walk in this situation with the power guy on deck. Two balls and a strike. Uh, Haas, uh, not a home run guy, doesn't have one this year. That pitch is over for a strike. Jordan Wood uh, worked out of a jam in the fourth. And he's pretty much been on cruise control. Only two hits for St. Mary's. Pitches up high for ball three. What a beautiful day. Good day for baseball here in Moraga. Three balls and a strike. And the pitch is up high, ball four, so a two-out walk. That'll bring Thorson to the plate. He is singled and popped out. Same time tomorrow here, 4 o'clock Utah time. We'll be back on the air with game two. And then Saturday a little earlier, 2 o'clock Utah, 1 o'clock here in the Pacific Coast. As Cougars and Gales will end their uh, three-game series. Cougars will return home and then uh, play at uh, Utah Tuesday night before heading back uh, down here to the Bay Area to play San Francisco next week. And after San Francisco, the Cougars will stay past the weekend and play Stanford the, the following Tuesday. So didn't get any easier, this schedule. Stanford uh, right now ranked uh, number two in the nation. New head coach there. Of course, the Cougars played in the Stanford Regional last year, so very familiar with the Palo Alto area, the ballpark. That's an afternoon game, I think 1 o'clock uh, local Pacific time. Give the Cougars a chance to jump on the flight that night, get back before uh, they will face Pacific starting Thursday, that last weekend, and that'll uh, end the regular season. One ball, no strikes. Jeremy Thomas went out and had a quick word with uh, Jordan Wood. Let's get him locked back in. Runner at first base, uh, Edward Haas. Thorson steps in, and that pitch is inside for ball two. Wood walked a couple of guys in the fourth, and he's walked one here in the fifth. Yeah, other than that, he's been really good tonight. Two balls, no strikes. Here's the pitch, and that's low gets away from Clawson. And the count will go 3-0 and as the Cougars give up that base. 
And Jordan Wood with a uh, well, 3-0 count. Thorson, you got Milam up uh, next, their best hitter. Thorson had one of their two hits there in the first inning. Here is the 3-0 pitch. That's outside ball four. So back-to-back walks, four walks by Wood in the last two innings. Well, he wasn't even close in all four of those. Kevin Milam now steps in there with a chance to help himself. He's the pitcher for St. Mary's. He will step in. He's grounded out and walked in the ballgame. Not often do pitchers get the opportunity to help themselves offensively and put yourself in a situation to tie or, or take a lead in a game, and Kevin has that chance. Milam, five home runs this year, 25 RBIs, and the first pitch from Jordan Wood is a little bit low for ball one. Actually, I like that pitch call. They went the off-speed pitch because he'd thrown five straight balls on his fastball. Come on, Jordan. Bear down right here. Want to know the count? And the pitch to Milam, and that's over for a strike. One and one. Looked like Milam taking all the way there. Yeah, he definitely was, which I don't blame him. A little surprising with the four-hole hitter, but uh, Jordan has definitely struggled throwing uh, strikes here in the inning. He's a kid that doesn't strike out a ton and puts a ball in play, so I think he's, he's willing to give up at least one strike. Here's the 1-1. Swing and a miss. Good change right there. Man, way out in front of that one. Milam ball just, and two strikes. Milam just asked the umpire, would that have been a strike? Well, it was because you strung at it. Yeah. One ball, two strikes to Kevin Milam. Big pitch right here. A big part of the game. Jordan Wood looking in. has got the sign from Clawson. And here's the one-two. Ball, little looper right at Brock Hale in right. Brock's there. He'll make the catch for the out. And St. Mary's retired here in the fifth. No runs, hits, or errors. Two runners left on again. We're through five now. one nothing. Cougars leading the Gales on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Brock Hill leads it off for the Cougars. They're clinging to a one nothing lead here as we go to the top of the sixth inning. Brock, the junior out of Mesa, has been on the fielder's choice and uh, struck out looking his last time up. And Hale hits this one. Third baseman, Piscott, he's got it. He'll throw to first for the out. Like Almost a, a little bit of a like check a half, swing, yeah, like a, a half swing. swing there. Weird. Like he, yeah, it really was. Like he was fooled and stopped and tried to follow through and just hit a little easy two-hopper out to Piscotti for out number one. That'll bring up uh, Nate Favero. Favero has uh, struck out and walked in the game. Cougars really need to add a couple of runs here. I think that's the 90th pitch by Milam in the ballgame as we're in the sixth. Pitch is over for a strike. Borderline. He hasn't been calling that low pitch as much today. That was a close one there. Here is the 0-1. It's taken up a little bit high. So a ball and a strike to Nate Favero. 
Cougars got the lone run of the ball game back in the first inning. Leadoff double in air and then a ground out. Drove in Anderson. Pitches up high. Ball two. Starting to draw Vila a little bit. That was only 89. He is, what, 92 pitches now? Been as high as 94. Pitches a a curveball that drops in for a strike. Two and two. The count with uh, Kringlin on deck. Cougars a good inning in the fourth, aided by a pair of walks. Retired in the fifth. And that pitch is outside. Two balls and two strikes. Milam just or three and two. Milam just screamed out, out loud as he hit his glove with his hand in frustration that he missed that uh, spot right there. Pretty emotional kid. He really is. Talented, though. Here's a 3-2. Rivera, a little looper. Center fielder Fisk coming over, and he'll make the catch for out number two. Two men out, and uh, Kringlin steps in. Keaton uh, struck out in the first with a runner in scoring position. Grounded out in the fourth inning. To Piscotti at third. He'll hit a double right here. See if Clausen can get a chance to drive in a run. Catcher out, uh, Jackson Thorson. Having a long conversation with uh, the pitcher, Kevin Milam. Probably could tell he was getting a little too frustrated out on the mound. I don't know why he'd be frustrated. He's throwing a great game. Yep, two men out. And Kringlin steps in. And here is Milam's pitch. Curveball. That was a slower curveball that he has, and it dropped in for a strike. Good pitch, man. That thing is a sharp breaking. Off speed. Here's the 0-1 to Kringlin. He checks the swing, but the pitch is called a strike on the outside corner. And here is the 0-2. Up a little bit high. Ball and two strikes to Kringlin. Here comes the slider or curveball, one of those two that he likes to throw to. Here's the 1-2, Kringlin back in. Came back with a fastball. Keaton fouled it off, protecting up there. Might have been up in the zone. Too close to take, however. Absolutely. Just battle here. Get a few more pitches in that this at bat. Really run that pitch count up over 100. 330 down the lines here. 370 in the alleys and uh, 400 straightaway uh, center field at uh, Louis Gisto Field here in uh, St. Mary's. 1-2 pitch. There's that curveball, and Kringlin just got a piece of it, fouled it off. Man, that pitch is sharp. I don't know how he fouled that off. One and two, Milam from the windup. And the pitch to Kringlin, and that's uh, down low, two and two. I think he went to change up right there. Yeah. 85 on the change. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. And the pitch, Kringlin. Little soft fly ball right at uh, Fisk in center field. He's there, and he'll make the catch for the out. 
And the Cougars retired in order here in the sixth. We're through five and a half. One nothing Cougars leading the Gales on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Right fielder Matt Green will step in against Jordan Wood. Wood's got a shutout through five. He's only allowed two base hits. Matt Green has grounded out twice in the ballgame. Once to Anderson, once back to Wood. First pitch is fouled off for strike one. Well, and that one to Anderson was the biggest play of the game on our side. Runners at second and third. I thought that ball was... Into right field, and Anderson went out there and got it. Either that or I thought he could maybe glove it, but no chance he had to make the throw. But he did both. uh, Gloved it, made the throw to get uh, Green by about a half a step and prevent uh, one, possibly two runs from scoring. Ball and a strike to Green. Fastball down a little bit. And the count now two and one. Milam up to 103 pitches after that uh, top of the sixth. There's a the ball hit hard right at Casey Jacobson. He catches it, line shot right at Jacobson. That ball was hammered, but a good reaction there by Casey. Well, Casey Jacobson, talk about a good defender. You got one right there. You got pretty good hands with Schneeman and Jacobson on the left side part of that infield. Yes, you do. In fact, the entire infield. Averro's played a good first base this year uh, when he's been uh, put over there. First pitch over for a strike. on one Jordan Woods pitch. Ball hit up the middle. That'll be through for a base hit. So Gio Diaz picks up the third hit. Of the afternoon for St. Mary's. That's the first hit since the first inning when they had two base hits. That'll bring up uh, Chavin, the uh, first baseman. See if you can't get a little double play ball right here. Austin Chavin will step in. He is a 286 uh, average coming into the ballgame. He is uh, 0 for 1 today, a strikeout and a walk. And here is Wood's first pitch. Ball fouled down the third base side. Oh, one, uh, one the count to Austin Chavin. Diaz, Diaz only has one steal. Only, hmm. Been thrown like, out twice. It looks like a kid that can really run. Good freshman. I like the way he swings the bat. Yeah. Not a very big kid. It's got him listed at 5'11". There is no way. No, there's no way. <laughs> Rasso, the guy that hits uh, eighth, is you've got him listed at 5'8", and that's about where maybe Gio Diaz makes it. Now we Valenzuela, the head coach, out talking with uh, Chavin with a 0-1 count. Jacobson back at third base. Not really a sacrifice situation with one man out. And the bottom of the order up. Quick throw to first and uh, the runner back in safely. Could be a hit and run situation yeah, definitely here. definitely could, yeah. You look at Chavin on the year. 33 strikeouts, 126 at bats. Yeah. 
Another throw to first, and again, runner back in. It's exactly what the Cougar coaches are thinking. He might be running here, or possibly hit and run, trying to start the action. Owen won the count, good lead, and that pitch is over for a strike, 0-2. Kind of a quick pitch right there by Jordan. Just a quick pause and then went. And I think it uh, confused Shavine a little bit, too. too. That was a pitch that normally you'd swing at down 0-1. Cougars leading 1-0 as we are in the bottom of the sixth. Boy, quick throw to first, almost got him there. close. Good throw by Wood right on the bag. And the runner just beat the throw over. 0-2 the count. Here's Wood's pitch. Curveball just off the plate. I think Clausen made that pitch look closer than it was with the way that he framed that. But the good 0-2 right there. Ball and two strikes. Jordan Woods gone the distance for BYU. And again, a throw Ooh. to first. Oh, Ooh. boy, they almost got him. You could see the runner flinch and then dive back into the bag. Very, very close. Boy, that was close. Umpire, the way he called that so quick. I was like, man, see that a little bit longer. But, hey, he's a lot closer than we are. Looked like Diaz, I would guess, would have been going on the pitch just the way he reacted. Here's the one, two, ball hit right at Sneeman. Could be two on to second for one. The return to first in time. Cougars turn two. Good job. Six, four, three, double play. And uh, Wood works his way out of the sixth inning. No runs, one hit, no errors. Nobody left. We're through six now. One nothing. Cougars leading the Gales on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. What's up, BYU fans? This is second baseman Brennan Anderson, and you're here listening on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. David Clausen leads it off, takes the first pitch outside, ball one. Clausen has walked and struck out in the ball game. Pitches over, a ball and a strike. That pitch looked down and in. Clausen had something to say to the umpire, and that was really maybe one of the first pitches I've seen that it looks like he missed. Yeah, well, the catcher wouldn't know where the zone is. Here's the 1-1. One, one. Clausen swings and misses one and two. Well, you do that, and you can tell David, uh, very upset. You just kind of got to put that behind you and uh, find your way, find a way to get on. You got it, Kmi. You got it. Here's the one-two pitch. Strike three called on the outside corner. Boston goes down for the second time in the ball game. One man out here in the seventh, and that will bring uh, Schneeman to the plate. That is the 11th strikeout by Milam in this contest. He's over 100 pitches, and Schneeman will step in. Schneeman has struck out and uh, singled. A little swinging bunt down the third baseline his last time up. And now Thorson, the uh, catcher, is going to go out. Well, the umpire's looking over. I'm not sure what was going, going on. on. Some, I know Clausen kind of said something back to the umpire after that 
strikeout, but I don't know what's going on. David said he was saying it to himself. wasn't directed at the umpire. I'm not sure what happened. Did he? Uh, they might have ejected the game. Not oh. sure. Is uh, yeah, they're waiting for. I think they're waiting for Clausen to I leave the are. dugout. I think they threw him out. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So that'll bring uh, Noah Hill. I'm sure into the game behind the plate. Yeah, have to. Yeah. Interesting. And Schneeman will step in. One man out. Daniel, the Cougar shortstop, takes the first pitch down low, ball one. Hey, you can see uh, David saying something to himself as he was walking back to the dugout. The umpire, I think, uh, took umbrage that he was talking to him and then uh, didn't see anything else until all that activity down in the dugout. We can't see we're behind the Cougar dugout, but uh, I think they were waiting for that, a ball and a strike. Pitch to Sneeman. Squares the bunt. Misses for strike two. Tried to push one down the first base side. Boy, the Cougars just right now just really struggling offensively. Milam, a good pitcher, but they struggled that Cal did not score in uh, nine innings. And there's a ball hit right up the middle off of the, the pitcher's glove. Second baseman comes up, makes the throw not in time. Infield single for Schneeman. Well, Schneeman's had two of those so far this game of just hitting it in the right spot there. You know, if that doesn't get hit by Milam, it's probably fielded easily by uh, it. Probably th- through. Yeah, yeah you're I right. think it was right you're up through. the middle. But, yeah, I think uh, it would have been a base hit. The shortstop was playing a little up the middle, but I think you're right. It would have been through. Jacobson steps in. Casey uh, struck out uh, both times he's been up. Struck out with bases loaded his last time up. Sneeman at first base with one man out. And there is a curveball over for a strike. And I would not be surprised if Coach Little would start Sneeman here somewhere in this bat trying to get somebody in the scoring position. Yeah, and they're just giving Casey slider after slider yep. after slider. Got to find a way to keep his shoulder in and just hit it right back up the middle. Oh, and one the count. And here's the pitch. Jacobs a little looper into right field. Fisk uh, coming over. He'll make the play for out number two. And that will bring uh, Mitch McIntyre to the plate. Now batting center fielder number six, Mitch McIntyre. McIntyre will step in. He's uh, flown to right and struck out. Cougars, uh, the first pitch of the ball game by Milam was doubled by Brendan Anderson, who came in to uh, score on a fielder's choice ground ball. That's the only run of the game. Sneeman, pretty good lead, uh, throw to who first, and Daniel dives back into the bag. Yeah, I'd like to see Daniel go right here as well. I think you're pretty good chance you're going to see that with uh, McIntyre. Not a bad guy to lead off the next. McIntyre fouls that pitch off. Quick pitch right there. Sneeman would have gone. Milam, I think uh, as you watch him, you can tell he's not uh, that quick to home plate. And Sneeman with uh, really good speed. Daniel uh, has not been thrown out this year. Five stolen bases and five attempts. And here is Milam's. 
pitch, and that's over for a call, strike two. 90-mile-an-hour fastballer by Milam as he's over 110 pitches now. Continuing to throw the ball well. I think it's impressed me the most has just been his control yeah, with all pitches. It's been really good. One of the best performances I've seen this year. 0-2. Pitches up high. A ball and two strikes to uh, McIntyre. Uh, Mitch came into the ballgame hitting at uh, 284, has a home run that came back in the opening weekend against uh, Cal Northridge. Has 11 RBIs. Fine uh, defensive center fielder for BYU. Freshman out of uh, Stansbury High out in Tooele. And the 1-2. Ball hit uh, into right field base hit. Schneeman kind of had to hold. Until that ball got past him, so McIntyre with a two-out base hit. Cougars with two hits in the inning. And that will bring Anderson to the plate. Brennan doubled in the first and scored, struck out in the third, grounded out in the fifth. Big chance for the captain, the senior captain, to step up big for BYU here in the seventh. Cougars' uh, fourth hit of the game. Well, they're, uh, they're playing him in, in left center. There's a huge line down the left field line open that if uh, he was to get a slider elevated that he could hook over the third baseman's head, could get to the wall, and he, maybe even McIntyre could score. Pitch from Milam is up high, and they're also playing him pretty shallow in left, yeah, surprisingly. Are. Brett Rasso. I think maybe Rasso in. knows his field that, hey, balls don't travel that well that way. But uh, he is shallow, though, definitely. Ball no strikes to Anderson. Here's the pitch. Popped up. That ball will be out of play. That's the first time I've actually seen him go fastball, fastball in a row. Maybe he's starting to think that later in this game the Cougs are just sitting on that breaking ball or maybe he doesn't trust his breaking ball now that he's at like 115 pitches. Well, that was 119, 119 right, right there. Right so yeah. This will be 120 as we play the seventh inning. Got to make him pay right here. Got to be a little bit on fumes. Pretty impressive outing, though. Here's the 1-1. Anderson swings and misses. Like, was that a, it looked like another fastball. I think it was a change right Was it a change? Yeah, it was 83 miles, so I think that was a change up there. He'll throw any pitch in any count and with a good command. So Brennan will step back in. One ball and two strikes. Ryan Sue is in the on-deck circle. And here is Kevin Milam's pitch. Checked his swing foul, tipped it back into the catcher's glove, and Anderson goes down on strikes. Cougars, uh, no runs, two hits, no errors, two runners left on. We are through six and a half. Cougars leading this one one to nothing on your New Skin BYU Sports Network. Got a pinch hitter for St. Mary's as we go to the bottom of the seventh. Number one, Andrew Shablowski, sophomore out of San Diego, steps in against Jordan Wood. Cougars leading one to nothing. There's a good change. Shablowski swings and misses. 
0-1 the count. Cougars a lone run in the entire game. Came back in the top of the first. Here's the 0-1. Noah Hill back behind the plate for the Cougars. He takes over for uh, Dave Clausen. We're uh, had been informed uh, for a positive, but we think uh, David was uh, ejected out of the ball game. One ball, one strike to Shablowski, the pinch hitter. There's a ball grounded foul down the third baseline. Now, if you're ejected out of a college game, do you have to sit out the next game? Is that? I can't remember. I think it might be. I know coaches don't have to. Uh, I don't know. Not sure. Yeah. One ball, two strikes to Shablowski. He'll be followed by Piscotti. And then the top of the order and Joey Fisk. Here's the one-two ball fouled up and off the uh, umpire's mask. Yeah, I talked to an event staff that said they uh, they did throw him out of the game, and he's they moved him into the rec center over there because they have nowhere for him to go, really, because our bus is parked way off campus. Put him so. on the bus, turn on the air, <laughs> turn, on the, turn on his phone, he can listen. Yeah. Here's the one-two. Little looper. Into center field, McIntyre coming in, and he'll make the catch for the out. One man out, Austin Piscotti comes up. Piscotti 0 for 2. He was called out on interference with the catcher, Clawson, in the second. Flew out to right in the fifth. Cougars one run on four hits. The Gales no runs on three hits, but they committed one error, and that was the the air that allowed the Cougars to score their only run. Pitches down low, ball one. Isn't it funny how it works? The the air, the one air that we had on the one air we had a, against Cal on Tuesday cost us in our game. One ball, no strikes. Pitch to Piscotti. Fly ball. Out to McIntyre again. He comes in a couple of steps. Mitch is there and he'll make the catch. Two men out. That's the hundredth pitch. By Jordan Wood. I think he's gone. I think he's been close to 130 this year in a couple of starts. Yep, that was his kind of an Iron Man out there. He said that was his 100. Yeah. Pitch. I think yeah, 125, 130 was the one that he had in his complete game. I think he had. Yeah. Guarantee you're going to have to yank him out of there. He's not yeah. going to go on his own. Two man out. Joey Fisk. He's 0 for three. First pitch up high. Ball one. Great pitching performance by both Wood and the starter, Kevin Milam. Here's Jordan Wood's 1-0. Good change, Fisk. Uh, swing and a miss, 1-1. One one. Down the air again tomorrow, 4 o'clock Utah time, BYU and St. Mary's. And Saturday, 1 o'clock here local, 2 o'clock back at home on the BYU Baseball Network which includes AM 960, uh, 94.5, and BYU Radio Network pitches uh, fouled off. A ball and two strikes. Wood taking a deep breath, looks in at uh, Noah Hill, his catcher. And Fisk, the uh, veteran senior out of Poway, California, steps back in. Batting from the right side. Here's the 1-2. Pitches down low. Didn't realize Noah was a catcher in high school a bunch of the time. I thought he was more of a 
second baseman, but he said he caught a lot in high school. Yeah, he's done a good job for us this year, coming in as a backup guy and spark plug. The, the, the guys just really love to, to play around. Yes, he did. Pitches, uh, say, did not swing on the check swing. And the count now three and two. You know, a lot of umpires will, will ring you up almost automatically on that, and then you've got your other guys that just take a full it. swing yeah. won't do it. There's a couple of close ones, once for them, once for us as well. I, th- I thought for sure Brock Hale went on his. Here's a 3-2 pitch. Strike three called. Fisk goes down on strikes. And St. Mary's is retired here in the seventh in order. We're through seven. one nothing. Cougars leading the Gales on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lou Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Well, new pitcher is Kevin Milam uh, taken out of the ballgame. Ty Madrigal, number, uh, don't know his number yet, but I know he's a pitcher. 26, uh, six foot, 190-pound junior out of Elk Grove, California. And he will face uh, Brian Sue. Madrigal. Good year, and there's a little looper into right field. Right fielder coming in, makes the catch. I thought uh, Sue was going to get a base hit right there, but Matt Green came in and got a good jump on that baseball, made the catch for out number one. That will bring Brock Hale up. Now batting the right fielder. Well, Kevin Milam went seven innings, gave up a one run. That was unearned. Four hits, two walks, 11 strikeouts by Milam, and he leaves behind one to nothing. As Madrigal into the ball game. It's nice to see someone else on the mound. Brock Hale steps in, takes the first pitch over for a strike. Madrigal, one win, one loss on the year, two saves. 18th appearance, 34 innings pitched, giving up 20 hits, 14 runs, 40 strikeouts. And the most impressive thing is their teams are only hitting 161 off Madrigal. There's a ground ball out as Brock Hale grounds out to the second baseman. So quickly, two men down here in the eighth. And Nate Favero, who's 0 for 2, will come up. Facing uh, the left uh, hander Madrigal. Cougars lead 1 0 as we play the top of the eighth. Pitch is over for a strike. Talk about a pitcher's duel. We've had one here today. Yes, we have. Wood, uh, just a little over 100 pitches, so I'm sure you're going to see him out there in the eighth. Swing and a miss, 0-2. Good slider right there. As Favero will step back in. Cougars had a couple of really good opportunities to score some runs back in the fourth. Bases loaded. And a strikeout as uh, Favero swings and misses. And the Cougars retired here quickly in the eighth. We are through seven and a half, one nothing. Cougars lead the Gales on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Jordan Wood takes the hill. We go to the bottom of the eighth. Two, three, and four due up here for St. Mary's. Edward Haas steps in. He is one for two today. And the first pitch fouled off for strike one. Haas, Thorson, and Milam do up here in the inning. The big Big part of the game right here with these three hitters coming up. They're their best hitters. 
St. Mary's with uh, three hits in the ballgame. Cougars with four. BYU leads this one one to nothing. An unearned run in, all the way back in the first. Curveball just missed off the plate. And the count a ball and a strike. Hossa Jr. out of Rancho Palos Verdes, California. Batting from the right side. And here is Woods' pitch. Good change there. Swing and a miss. Owen, or one and two. Boy, good ball game. Just like Tuesday night. Uh, that really that is. game wasn't decided till the bottom of the ninth. And here we are in another squeaker. Cougars up here one to nothing. That game was decided on an unearned run. Deja vu all over again, but flipped. Here's the one two. Another change down low. Two balls and two strikes to Edward Haas. What did he do his last time up? He walked his last time up. Flew to left is uh, in the third and single in the first. 2-2 pitch. Ball hit out toward uh, Brennan Anderson. Brennan's got it. He'll throw to first for the out. One man out, and uh, Thorson will come up. Jackson Thorson, single in the first, popped up in the third, and walked in the fifth. It's always nice to get the guys out off base in front of these two power guys that have six and five home runs coming up next in the next two hitters. That way, that way if you do leave something up and make a mistake, it's, it's a tied game instead of them taking the lead. Jackson Thorson batting from the left side. The catcher steps in, and the first pitch is just off the plate for ball one. Here's the 1-0 to Thorson. All hit pretty well. Center fielder McIntyre going back, looking up. It's out of here. Home run over the left center field alley. That ball really carried, surprisingly. Look at the flags right now, and it's blowing straight out to center field. I thought that was a pop fly to center. Unbelievable. Home run has tied it up. When you watch McIntyre go back, I think he thought the same thing, and then he went into a full sprint, just watched the ball leave the yard. Went the opposite way with good wheels or uh, great power as Milam steps in and he fouls the pitch off. Man, I'm baffled. I, I thought there's no way that ball gets out of here off the bat. I thought McIntyre would go back a few steps and he'd be caught. Wow. Fourth hit by uh, St. Mary's. It's a home run and it ties it up. Here's the 0-1. Ball fouled down the first base side. Uh, both teams now with four hits. As Jackson Thorson uh, was out of the ballpark to tie it up. Here's the 0-2. Strike three called. Good pitch right there. Had It looks like Milan was guessing off speed because he took that on the outside corner and didn't even flinch. Number 33, Matt Green. That brings Matt Green up. Boy, you know the most upset guy in the whole ballpark is uh, Jordan Wood. Yeah. Hung a change up is what he did right there. I feel so bad for him. He's thrown so well this year. 
and uh, deserves much better than he's gotten as far as his record pitches uh, up high ball one. Jordan, an ERA of just a little over three coming into the ballgame. That's gone down today with this uh, performance. And here's the 1-0. Ball popped up foul out of play. So a ball and a strike to Matt Green. With two men out here in the bottom of the eighth. And the 1-1, that's outside. Yeah, from the balls we've seen hit earlier in the game, it's 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 warmed up a little bit and is kind of blowing more out towards center field, but almost look he, looked like he flicked that ball yeah, out really of here. Yeah, really did. Not a big power swing. Foul off, good pitch by Wood right in on the hands of Matt Green. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. As Green will climb back in, he's 0 for 3, lined out his last time up. Fastball fouled off again. Matt Green, uh, pretty impressive. Swings the bat. Yeah, sophomore out of Long Beach, six foot, 205 pounder. Find your pitch, Matty. Find your pitch. Wood uh, shakes off uh, Noah Hill. Now he's got the sign that he likes. Here's the 2-2. Checked his swing. He went around, and that will do it for St. Mary's. They did get the run, the home run, off the bat of Thorson. We're all tied up 1-1 through 8 on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hey, Cougar fans. This is outfielder Brock Hale. You're listening to BYU Baseball on new skin, BYU Sports Network. Keaton Kringlin steps in. Cougars all tied up now, 1-1. As we go to the ninth, Madrigal's first pitch is outside ball one. Madrigal worked a perfect eighth inning as he retired all three Cougars. And now uh, Cougars up there trying to battle back here in the ninth, retake the lead. Swing and a miss for a strike. Yeah, it might have been a ball two that he swung at up in the zone. Got to find a way to get a leadoff hitter on right here, Kringlin. Here's the 1-1 to Keaton. Fly ball down the first baseline. First baseman going back in foul territory makes the play. One man out, and that will bring Noah Hill up. Noah's first uh, plate appearance in the ball game. Now batting the catcher, number two, Noah Hill. Noah Hill hitting uh, 295 on yours, had 44 at-bats. 13 hits, two doubles, six RBIs as the junior out of Flower Man, Texas, steps in. First pitch is outside from Madrigal for a ball one. Boy, Cougar's just looking for anything here. Yeah, find, base a on base. find a way to get on base. Had a couple of hits back in the seventh that were stranded. Pitch to Hill is over for a strike. Best chance came back in the fourth with bases loaded. They had uh, runners at first and second last inning before Anderson struck out. And here's the 1-1 pitch. Hill fouls that back. 
lot of swing and miss uh, by the Cougars. Uh, 12 strikeouts tonight, or this afternoon. So used to doing night games. Yeah. I've said night like three times today. Hill swings and misses, goes down on strikes. Two men out. And that will bring uh, Schneeman to the plate. Madrigal, uh, boy, he looks uh, dynamite since coming in. He's retired all five that he's faced. Just picked up where Milam left off, you know. Interesting to see who the Cougars bring out in the ninth, if they stay with Wood or maybe go to the bullpen. As we've mentioned, can't see either pens here in this ballpark. And the first pitch is up high, ball one. Daniel, two for three today. As he's got two of the uh, four Cougar hits, both hits uh, infield variety hits. Swinging bunt back in the third inning that uh, dropped in. And then an infield single in the seventh. And there's a pitch that's over for a strike, one and one. Well, the St. Mary's team, you know you know what kind of staff they bring. You know you're going to f- be facing these kind of arms. Sneeman fouls that one off, one and two. Uh, I mean, electric arms. Good breaking stuff. Confident. Pound the zone. Madrigal A. Jr. out of Elk Grove, California, up here in the Northern Bay area. As uh, Sneeman goes down on strikes. So Madrigal with uh, three strikeouts facing the first six guys. We'll go to the bottom of the ninth. All tied up 1-1. St. Mary's BYU on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Go to the bottom of the ninth. 1-1 the score. Blake Inouye brought into the ballgame in relief. We talked about it between innings. You might as well go with your best right here. I mean, there's no tomorrow. There, there is a tomorrow, but, boy, Cougars right in this ballgame. They just need to, in a way, to get a, uh, three outs here and get back to the plate. Gio Diaz steps in. He's one for three, single his last time up. First pitch from Inouye is over for a call strike one. Diaz, the freshman shortstop. Batting from the right side. And here's the pitch from Inouye, and that's a little bit low for a ball. Blake Inouye this year, one win, four losses, 5.54 earned run average. This will be his 17th appearance. He started five games for the Cougars. Here's the 1-1, little looper right at Brennan Anderson. He'll make the catch for the out. Yeah, Blake's been just a dependable guy on the back end of the staff. Starting games, long relief, closing games, whatever we need him for. It's been nice to go to him. Young man out of uh, Southern Nevada. Joe Vranish now pinch hitting number seven. Vranish. He's a nom that uh, we've heard over the years here. Vranish, a uh, sophomore out of Alamo, California, as he will step in and pinch hit for Chauvin. Joe Vranish comes to the plate, and the first pitch from Inouye is fouled off. Took a healthy hack right there. Vranish, uh, 103 at bats, has four home runs, 12 RBIs, hitting 272 on the year. Started 35 games for the Gales. 
did not get the start here today. Pitch to Vranisha, check swing, said he did not go. So a ball and a strike. Vranish has uh, struck out uh, almost 30% of the time this year. And the 1-1 pitch. Checked his swing again. And it's a ball up a little bit high. Two balls and a strike. Cougars scored their one run in the first. St. Mary's came back with theirs in the eighth. Good uh, slider, Vranish swings and misses, oh, uh, two and two the count. You know, that's what really made Blake so good this year is he developed a slider when he's, he came in as a fastball changeup, uh, slow curveball guy, but now he's throwing that, that slider with a lot of confidence, and it's made him do real well. Two balls, two strikes, and away from the stretch. Pitch. Checked his swing again, did not go. And the count now, three balls and two strikes to uh, Joe Vranish. So you got to come at him right here. Come right at him. Make him earn first base. Here's Inouye's 3-2. Outside ball four. So a one-out walk. Potential game winner at first base for St. Mary's. And Shavlowski will come up. He uh, came in to uh, pinch hit his last time up and flew out to center field. And now we are going to have a pinch runner for St. Mary's. Uh, 32. Jacob Talamante, a uh, sophomore out of Phoenix, will come in and run. Number 32, Jacob Talamante. Talamante steps in. And Shavlowski... Looking down at this third base coach. Boy, I hate to walk anybody anytime, but boy, especially here, bottom of the ninth, potential game winner now on base. Uh, Shablowski steps in. Here's the pitch. Ball hit, left field, base hit. Shablowski jumped on that first pitch from uh, Inouye and lined it to left. Looked like a little bit of a hanging, breaking pitch. Yeah, it did. Now the bottom of the order, Austin Piscotti is going to hit. Well, we might be seeing a pinch hitter for Piscotti as he walks back into the dugout. Yeah, it looks like number 11 for St. Mary's. That is uh, Ryan Novus, sophomore out of Temple, Arizona, is going to come on and pinch hit. He is a right-handed hitter. Number 11, Ryan Novus. Novus, uh... Only 18 at-bats this year, has six hits, a double, a home run, three RBI. So Novus brought in. And right now, boy, you got to keep that ball down. Yes, Hope you do. Hope get a ground ball. Well, and the outfielders have to play in the depth to be able to throw throw guys out of the plate. Yeah, so every, everybody pulled way in. Well, a walk started the little rally here for St. Mary's. Then the base hit. Now a pinch hitter, Novus, coming to the plate. And Inouye's first pitch ball line 
That is a foul ball down the left field line. Foul by about three or four feet. Oh, he was rocked and letting to roll right there. That was a good swing. That would have been a game winner. And again, right now, uh, those breaking pitches are up in the zone by Inouye. Novus came out swinging the bat. No balls and a strike. And in a way from the stretch, here is the 0-1 pitch. Ball lined. That's going to do it. That's a base hit in the alley in left center. And St. Mary's has come back to beat the Cougars by a score of 2-1. to one. Novus with a walk-off hit here in the bottom of the ninth inning. And Novus came out, saw two pitches, put two good swings on, and just lined that in the alley and left. Boy, unfortunate right there for the Cougars as uh, they go down in game one of this series and uh, spoil uh, Jordan Woods' uh, great pitch ball game. Yeah, real tough, especially to get walked off back-to-back games here in the Bay Area. It's not a fun way to, to start our week, that's for sure. All right, we'll send it back for a timeout. Back with a post game right after this on your new skin BYU Sports Network. That's the last out. Great pitch on the outside corner. He gets him. Now let's hear from the players and coaches in your BYU baseball post game show. Here's Brent Norton on the new skin BYU Sports Network. All right, back here, a shocking ending for BYU as they lose this one two to one. They led throughout the entire game and uh, single runs in the eighth and the ninth. Propelled uh, St. Mary's to a 2-1 victory. Unfortunately, Kevin Milam uh, did not get the win for St. Mary's. And unfortunately, Jordan Wood uh, did not get the loss. Uh, Blake Inouye takes the loss. He drops to 1-5. Madrigal picks up the win. But outstanding pitching performance by both those young collegiate uh, here tonight. As uh, Milam went seven innings, gave up four hits, one run, struck out 12, walked two. Jordan Wood went eight innings, gave up four hits, one run. And had five strikeouts, walked four. He went 125 pitches. Milam threw 121. And then it uh, just looked like uh, Blake Inouye, just not good command. That uh, pitch was up in the zone on those last three hitters. Uh, well, a walk and then a single by Slabowski. And then um, the pinch hitter came in and did a great job and hit the ball in the left center field gap. The Cougars had drawn in the uh, the outfield to take away the potential uh, game winner on a base hit. And it uh, got past uh, Mitch McIntyre in the left center field alley, and uh, the St. Mary's Gales uh, walk off here. Cougars uh, have been down in the Bay Area since uh, Tuesday, and they've had to go through two walk-off losses here. First one to the Cal Bears, and then here tonight to the uh, St. Mary's Gales. Uh, with the win, St. Mary's uh, goes to 27 and 18, 11 wins, eight losses on the year, and the Cougars drop to 19 and 21, eight wins, 11 losses on the year, and uh, just a tough luck loss for the entire Cougar team. Uh, Jordan went outstanding on the hill tonight for BYU, but just not enough. Couldn't get it offensively going against Milam and Madrigal. Madrigal was awfully uh, good out of the bullpen here, and now we're going to be joined by. Uh, Head coach uh, Mike Littlewood, coach, uh, appreciate you making your way up on a, on a really a disappointing day. Boy, a couple of pitchers out there throwing their hearts out today, or Milam and, and Jordan Wood, and uh, neither one of them got the winner or the loss, but uh, 
outstanding game, and it's it's just unbelievable that you you come down here in the first two games you get walked off in both of them. Yeah, uh, frustrating to say the least. But Milam, you know, you have to tip your cap to Milam. He did a oh, he did he a good was, job. Hey, he was as electric as I've seen in a while. I mean, he had uh, he had no hit stuff really. Yeah. I mean, you look at it. B fortunately got us going to to start off the game with that double and third baseman Piscotty makes an error um, that basically gives us a run. But he was he was really good. Hard slider, hard curveball, yeah. good change, uh, swing and miss change, and the fastball probably sitting ninety two, ninety three. I don't know. It yeah, looked he was it looked 90 firm. To 92. Yeah, it looked looked pretty firm. And uh, Jordan Jordan Wood just matched him pitch yeah. for pitch. Um, so it was a really good baseball game. And, you know, it just so happens when uh, Thorson got up, the, the win was kind of – it was a jet stream to left center, and I thought it was an out. I thought it was just, an easy out. Yeah, I, I think thought it was McIntyre thought it was yeah, too when he yeah. stopped, went after it. Gets over the fence, and, uh, you know, it's uh, – Drew wasn't quite ready tonight because he threw so many pitches Saturday and, and uh, just one of those things. It's, you know, this team finds a way to lose, unfortunately. Well, Blake uh, has been good for you, but boy, it just seemed like his location was up a little bit. And and Novus, the guy that came in, he came in hacking, uh, swung yeah. at the first couple of pitches and hit one in the left center field alley, and just a shocking result in a game that uh, I'm not going to say you controlled it, but you were yeah. right there. It, well, it felt like we we it felt like we had it in control pretty much. It didn't it didn't feel like they were pressuring us a whole lot. Uh, the only time they did was maybe in the bottom of the first when they got a couple guys on and and tried to run a little bit, and uh, you know Milam grounded out, but. Uh, we got key double plays, and I just feel sorry for Woody. I mean, he pitched his butt off, and, and um, I, I thought in the middle of the game, I haven't even really counted our strikeouts, but uh, 12, 12, no, no, there 15, was more than that. There was 15, 15 strikeouts, yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, and Milam had that kind of stuff, but still, we, we in the middle of the game, we didn't have a great approach. We, you know, we strike strike one, strike two, and strike three, and then and, uh, go back. And we forced his pitch count a little bit, got him out there after seven, but um, – Madrigal came in and did a nice job. Yeah, he he was good. You know what you're going to face with these guys. Yeah, they were better staff, out of the pen. Yeah, top from staff a, yeah, in, than the, us. in the conference, uh, uh, ERA-wise, and uh, we saw it here tonight. You had a couple of chances in the fourth. You loaded them up, uh, a strikeout by uh, Jacobson, ended that threat. You had a couple of chances in the middle part of the game to get to Milam uh, as good as he was. Yeah, we really did. And, and there was just innings where he'd have eight pitch innings, and then we'd make him throw 24 pitches in an inning when we did have the bases loaded. But we couldn't get that big hit. I mean, we just had the wrong guy up at the right time, Casey. I mean, and I went and talked to him, and when they made that mound visit, and I said, Case, they're going to pitch you backwards a little bit, but stay stay patient. You'll get a fastball to hit. They pitched him backwards. He got a fastball and a 1-1 count, tried to do too much with it, fouled it off. And then, uh, you know, after that, Milam had such good stuff, he just overpowered Casey with the bases loaded and two outs, threw a power change, and he swung through it. Well, Coach, uh, you know, you hate to say same song, same verse, whatever, but, yeah. boy, it just feels like that. Sure was, yeah. I mean – I, I, honestly, the the fill in the dugout was was great. I mean, we we really felt like we had. Obviously, we we wanted to get a couple more runs, and I think two or three runs in this game just puts this thing yeah. away. Um, one run's never a safe lead because you're always one swing away from tying it up. And tonight, it really bit us. All right, Coach. Hey, we appreciate you joining us. We'll let you get uh, on the bus back to the hotel, and uh, we'll see you here tomorrow afternoon. All right, thanks, Brent. You bet, uh, Coach uh, Mike Littlewood. Appreciate him coming up. Uh, Madrigal picks up the win, two and win, uh, two and one in the year. Inouye takes the loss. He is now one win and five losses. Uh, Jordan Wood, outstanding performance, as did uh, Kevin Milam. Neither of these kids were, were in on the uh, decision uh, as St. Mary's walks off, beats the Cougars two to one here in Moraga. I'd like to thank uh, Cole back at the station, also Shane uh, or Sean, who uh, took over for Cole uh, mid game and. Uh, 
Also, Tuckett Slade for his great work. And uh, just to remind fans, we'll be back on the air tomorrow, same time from Moraga, as the Cougars and Gales will play game two here uh, from Louis Gisto Field. With that, we'll say so long from St. Mary's.